Hey y'all, Sam here. <clears throat> so today, I'm just going to jump right into it. It's been a while since I've casted, and uh, we're having a little bit of trouble coordinating, Tony and I are, and uh, so uh, eh, we knew that was going to happen, but uh, we've got different schedules, and we're not, we, we don't literally like have any kind of contact except for working on a podcast together. So, uh, so hopefully we'll get some more in there. And I realize those kind of get a little bit long and drawn out and, uh, hopefully that's not detrimental. Um, I haven't gotten any feedback really. Um, so we're just going to keep going. And, uh, today I just wanted to jump right in and talk about, um, basically, uh, I'm going to title this podcast, um, something like facts and the difficulty with reality or something like that. And, uh, the reason is because it seems like there is a disconnect of sorts between what is, what is, uh, fact and what is theory. Now, most of us are going to understand that there is a difference and it is significant Fact, of course, is real, genuine, proven stuff, like one plus one equals two. Math is a great example of fact. In fact, (laughs) it's a little fun play on words there, Uh, that's why they're called math facts and not math theory. However, of course, you know, there are speculative um, parts in math too, but let's not digress. I'm really trying hard not to do that. So here's theory. So theory, of course, is again, speculative. It is a person's beliefs that aren't proven that, you know, they're not necessarily not real, but they're not proven. These are, uh, again, a belief And so the reason I feel like there's been a disconnect here is because there there seems to be a large group of people, a following, if you will, that seem to accept theory as fact. And that disturbs me because that means that the disconnect is either that the people who are they just, they, it's so convenient. It's much more convenient for them to accept theory as fact than it is to take time and, and make an effort and examine what they're being told and weigh it against other information and make a determination for themselves as to whether uh, something they're being told could be theory or reality. Or they just can't. They just simply cannot, you know, do it. They, they, they just, you know, and maybe there's other, there's other reasons involved. I'm not trying to say that it's black and white. But, uh, but the scary part is the people, there's someone out there or a group of people, or there's, there's, 
these theories are coming from somewhere. There's theory generation. And the other scary part is that the theories that are being generated have become really, like, scary and bizarre. And, uh, it's, I mean, I've heard people talk about the bar being underground, you know, as far as, like, I just honestly, like, it seems like every day I wake up and I have a smartphone. So my smartphone tells me it, it, I wake up, I've, you know, I've got it set to wake me up and then it tells me the temperature and that's been depressing too lately if you live in Wisconsin, but whatever, we're used to it. At least I am because I grew up here, but I see the news and there's more stuff and it's, you know, it, I, I, you know, it's not just this uh, representative green. She's not but a mouthpiece that somehow got elected to Congress and can now speak at a congressional level and try to, uh, you know, drive these theories that way. But really, she's just a small part of a larger beast that grows and thrives on a non-reality. And so, uh, I guess that's it. Like, there's not much more to say about it. Um, thoughts, opinions, you know, is this, uh, gonna be detrimental or is it just people, you know, freely thinking and going about their lives and not affecting others with their thinking. I mean, that's really the only further thought I can really, you know, I can really, uh, come up with is that, uh, you know, and maybe that's another segment I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about whether or not to get into it right now, but uh, I guess that's the that's where I'll leave it. It is so. If a person who has, you know, theories about stuff like, uh, let's say, a flat worlder, okay, flat worlders, they believe the world is flat. I mean, and you know, they can come up with, uh, you know, plenty of evidence on their own and postulate as to why and how the world is flat and that's fine i'm glad they have a hobby that's a that's a nice little hobby you got there but it doesn't hurt anyone else unless of course a flat worlder is doing something that affects other people if they're if they're just living in their own flat world, not hurting anyone else, then fine. You, you do you. I got you, man. Or woman. Or kid. Hopefully not. But 
I, I don't know, whatever. It's not bothering me. I don't care. So what about anti-maskers? I've done a segment about anti-maskers, and I've gotten heated and upset about it because I don't care. I'm going to digress on purpose. I don't care whether you believe that a mask is effective or not. It, I think we can all either secretly or not at least understand that putting a piece of cloth over your mouth and nose has to at least block some amount of the micro droplets or whatever is coming out of your face than not wearing one at all. If you can't come to that conclusion, then there's something wrong. And I'm not talking about, like, here's the argument. I, I, I And I, I'm really digressing, and I apologize, but I want to get through this. I'm not talking about someone who's like, well, it makes it harder to breathe. I never said that. I'm not talking about that. I'm asking if if you can if you can tell me beyond or beyond any doubt that wearing a face covering doesn't stop at least some particulates from coming through. Well, what about blah 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 blah? No, 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 no. That's the only argument. And uh, and whatever else is out there, people I've never, I, I've watched hours and hours and hours and hours of video. God, am I terrible. Oh, Lordy, help me. But I've watched hours of video, and in no way do any of these anti-maskers ever use or even brush against the argument that it doesn't actually stop particulates, droplets, whatever, from coming through. Maybe I'm not seeing those ones. That's possible. But I think that everybody understands that if you wear a covering on your face, it will at least do some preventative good as far as stopping this virus from being spread. Because it's not the actual virus that's jumping around out of your mouth. It's coming, it's it's like, it's in stuff. Like, you know, we're not sneezing and coughing and throwing stuff everywhere. Well, most of us aren't. There are those people that are like, it's a hoax. <clears throat> and then you'll see these horrific videos of some insane, crazy, boy, I'm trying not to swear, people. That I actually think that uh, they're, uh, you know, they're doing some good by hacking and coughing on someone. Man, you shouldn't do that if there's if it's a pandemic or not. That is just acting like a child. You're acting like a little bratty child. But we already knew that because of that for that earlier segment that I did. So I'm going to try to reel it back in. 
anti-maskers. Now, there is a, uh, a group of people who theorize that wearing a mask is no more helpful than not wearing a mask. That's not a harmless hobby. That's not a harmless theory. That's a harmful theory. And uh, for whatever reason it came about, maybe because people are uncomfortable wearing masks, because wearing masks is uncomfortable. It's not comfortable at all. So instead of doing the right thing and living with a little bit of discomfort for a little bit of time, people have, they have somehow come up with ways to excuse themselves from having to do something that's responsible, like little children. And you know what? Now I feel kind of bad because I feel like I'm making little children out to be insane moronic monsters, and they're not. Like I said in my previous segment, I see kids, and they have no problem wearing masks. It's not comfortable for them either. They just understand that they need to and that it's for that it helps other people out. I'm not saying all kids, but a heck of a lot more kids than grown-ups are wearing masks and they're not throwing a tantrum about it. They're they're just fine. What about anti-vaxxers? There's another one. So, I get it. Someone along the line somewhere started a rumor that vaccines cause brain damage. And uh, there's something specific. And I forgot what it is, like Asperger's or or uh, something like that. I'll have to look it up. But in the, in the moment here, I, I just can't remember what, uh, what the theory is. Because it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter what people think when they're wrong. Vaccinating people is a proven medical science and has benefited generations of people who now don't have things like polio or smallpox to name a couple of of uh, viruses that have been all but eliminated and don't and don't afflict you know me or my children or my wife or my family or my friends or anybody else the thing that really does piss me off is that this is another conspiracy theory. I was really trying not to throw conspiracy in there because it's a, uh, you know, it's one of those words where you mix conspiracy with theory and uh, it sparks it sparks some feelings. But you know what? Maybe that's what these podcasts are about, sparking some some feelings and getting, getting the old gears moving upstairs. But, uh, so yeah, dude, conspiracy theory. And why is it a conspiracy? Because someone started the rumor. Now a lot of people believe that vaccines are detrimental 
and can hurt their children. And, uh, and so why is this? So, okay. So you're allowed to live in your own little world and, uh, you know, and not vaccinate your kid and run the risk of them getting sick and, uh, you know, whatever. So, uh, who cares, right? Wrong. Absolutely wrong. Because this is what, this is, uh, I try not to digress, but this is what I can't stand. So when COVID first became a big, big thing, I mean, like it was known, it was here, people were getting sick and dying. It's is awful. And then I started hearing this, uh, this phrase, two words, actually herd immunity. And it was not, there's, there's, there's herd immunity where like, okay, everyone gets sick and then people get better. And great, except that, I mean, projected hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people were projected to, sorry, lose their lives in, in doing that. And so there's a different, there's a difference when the herd is vaccinated when everyone gets an MMR shot when they're a kid and we, and we go to the doctor throughout our lives and we get our follow-up vaccinations. I've been vaccinated. All my kids are vaccinated. They haven't gotten sick with measles, mumps, or rubella, or anything else that they got vaccinated for. And more importantly, they never developed any cognitive issues. In fact, I've never known anyone that has. But if you don't vaccinate your kids, then suddenly this actual, real herd immunity which means that the herd has been immunized. We're the herd. Then it prevents a terrible virus from becoming an epidemic or a pandemic. And so when parents decide that they don't believe that vaccines are effective and they're more dangerous than they are helpful, then suddenly we start seeing gaps in the fabric of this herd immunity. And when that happens, that gives viruses an opportunity to make a resurgence in the population. As happened when there was a uh, measles outbreak Gosh, I don't know, a couple years ago, year ago, whatever. It was a big deal. And, you know, of course, people are going to come up with, uh, they're going to come up with excuses. And they're going to come up with the reasons why, you know, oh, it would have happened anyways, or blah, 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 blah. You know what? 
I could probably excuse the crap out of anything I tried. I'm not saying that people would buy it, because most of the people that I'm in communication with are more intelligent, and they would understand that uh, I was full of shit. But it just depends on, I guess, who you're talking to, because if you find a group of people who believe similarly to the way you believe, then you can probably conspiracy theorize up, you know, up anything. You can, you can, you know, make up the fact that a peanut butter sandwich is actually a, uh, well, I got it. I was thinking a bunch of things like made out of alien brains or I can't. I just don't have it in my power to come up with any really good sounding conspiracy theories. I don't know. Just, I'm just not wired that way. So try to, I guess in closing, try to remember that It's fun to sometimes make stuff up and, uh, and have fun with it. I'm not saying that theorizing about stuff isn't important. A lot of the greatest scientific breakthroughs out there began as theory and were proven. I mean, anything that's not proven is a theory, but before you, uh, wrap your entire life around a theory, do some research, you know, um, I don't know, talk to friends, talk to family, Mm. is that always a great idea, gosh, I don't know, it's up to you, but, uh, there are, there are a lot of ways in which we as people can be like, have our own thoughts and live our own lives and still be functional and not run around believing crazy stories that other people have made up because they're just as bored as we are sitting around the house during the pandemic. Not me, but I mean, not always. There, you know, we've all. I, Digressing again. I know what it's like sitting around during a pandemic. I've been there. Luckily, I'm working again, but people get bored. They need something to do. Hey, I'm going to start a conspiracy theory about blah, 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 blah. And wow, there's a lot of people that are following me. So I'm going to, you know, why not? It's, It's what's greater than having control over the minds of a bunch of other people. I mean, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to talk about things that I think are important. And if people want to listen, then they can listen. If they don't want to listen, then don't listen. (laughs) If you don't agree, let me know. Tell me what you think. I really appreciate it, guys. I really do. I really appreciate um, if if people are listening out there. And uh, I'm going to end this by saying 
that uh, um, not sure about Tony. Again, we haven't chatted in a while, but uh, there's going to be some stuff coming up that I'm really excited about. Um, I think that uh, voice only for the moment is probably a good idea because, uh, as they say, I've got more of a face for radio than I do for TV, but we'll see. Um, there's been a little bit of discussion about, um, you know, going and doing some stuff on YouTube and doing some stuff on Facebook. And I got a couple of friends out there who, you know, got some equipment and are, you know, doing some recording. And so it's kind of fun and, uh, it's not harmful, you know, it's less harmful going out there and talking about things under the vise that. If you want to listen, you can. I'm not forcing it down your throat. But anyways, we're at 25 minutes, so I'm going to sign out. But again, thanks, everyone, who's listening. I really appreciate you guys. Feedback is always encouraged. I don't know if there's a way to give feedback. Maybe that's why I'm not getting any. Um, I always post these on my Facebook page. So you can leave comments on my Facebook page. Or you can uh, message me privately on Facebook Messenger. Otherwise, you know what? Screw it. Um, send me an email. My email is sam.balto at hotmail.com. That's who I am. If you're listening to me, you probably know who I am. And uh, reach out and contact me. And uh, we're kind of excited about moving forward. And uh, possibly doing some other platforms. So peace, love, have a great day.